Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday. Lightning bets in about 40 minutes. We will finalize our same game parlay for Monday Night Football, which may or may not include an Odell Beckham Jr. touchdown reception tonight. So we'll get to that. We'll, we'll also talk through the, the crazy weekend in college. We had the ba- big-time basketball games. I was, I was watching late on Friday night with, uh, with, with Villanova playing. So we'll get to that and the college football. We did well on, over the weekend. But first, there are some NFL takeaways that we have not touched on, and we'll spin it forward here, what it all means in the betting market. The one game we really haven't touched much on, one that I, I hit over the weekend, I took the Eagles to win that game. I, I thought they could win uh, against Everett. They became the favorites or pick them right before the kickoff yesterday. That was an interesting game. Um, I feel like the Eagles have become very predictable, and it's why I think they're live to make a push for the playoffs in the NFC. Look at the Eagles games. When they play the top quarterbacks, Herbert, Carr, Brady, Dak, Mahomes, they get torched. I mean, they get absolutely torched in those games. And when they have played the Teddy Bridgewaters, the Sam Darnolds, the Matt Ryans in week one before that offense got into place in Atlanta, they, they, they play pretty well. In fact, they win. Jared Goff. So the Eagles are four and six now. And all they're doing is running. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the all Ravens with... That's all they're doing is running. It reminds me of when Lamar took over the Ravens. Like, they're running for 200 yards a game with Hurts as a big part of the rushing game. It's, I mean, that they looked way better than Denver yesterday, basically the entire game. How, was the final score indicative of how the, the game went? And what I mean by that is, yes, 214 rushing yards. Devontae, terrific on his 23rd birthday, getting into the end zone with some outstanding catches. He had a fumble return for a touchdown. You had Denver one for five in the red zone, two touchdowns called back. Right. What was it? Was it truly a route, or was the game a lot closer than the score appeared? So I'm of two minds on it. Yes and no. So at the end of the first half, they went up 2010, the Eagles, but Hertz hit Quez Watkins in the end zone with a perfect pass that Watkins oh. dropped. Oh, I know. You know who had, who went with our guy Joe Galland and had Quez as an anytime oh. touchdown? Yeah, that was. It was fun. in his hands. It was perfect. So the, you, I can make one case the score should have been 24-10 at the half. Like the route was kind of on. They settled for 20-10. to 10. But, Joe, to your point about the fumble recovery, I mean, at that point in the game, it's 20-13. to 13. The Broncos have a fourth and one on the 20. Like they're going in to score to tie the game. 
fumble goes the other way, 14-point swing. So, no, I don't think it was as big of a route as the final score. And then it became just like run the ball, run the clock out. But they were better yesterday. Like I don't think that was fluky. They, I mean, the first half, Hurts was incredible. And you said Devontae. So the Eagles are interesting. Eagles-Saints this week. And I, I think that game is gigantic for the playoff picture. I thought the Eagles' defensive line looked pretty good. And the back seven was also really good with their coverage. My question, though, Joe G, is do you think this Eagles team can be consistent? So I think yes, because look at the here are the quarterbacks they're going to face the rest of the year because they played well against bad quarterbacks. They're going to face Trevor Simeon, Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke, and and maybe oh. week eight. Yeah, and maybe week eighteen they're facing Cooper yeah. Rush because the Cowboys they, are not. They playing. flourish when they play bad quarterbacks or yeah. average quarterbacks. Right, their whole schedule left is is these is these bad quarterbacks. So they're in it uh, Sunday against like, the Saints. They're, they're one and a half point favorites. Yeah, huh. Matt Ryan, yeah. that was a win. Jimmy G, a loss. Sam Darnold, a win. Jared Goff, a win. Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater fit right in there. <laughs> Only right. take the Broncos when they're getting points, especially when they're on yep. the road with Teddy. Don't take them when they're at home. Do you ever think you'd say that? Teddy covers, can't cover at home. No, that was Mm-mm. that was bad yesterday. All right, so how about some of the big picture stuff? Another uh, good week. Underdog had a winning week again. Now we head into Monday night tonight. So there, what, there have been 13 games? Yes. 13 games. Underdogs have a winning record. Through the 13 again well they're against the and they're going so they're going to finish it's close to 500 but they're going to finish right. with a winning record we'll see what happens tonight and you know, you know the one thing if we're going for taking a look at the week as a whole the spots bounce back spots dallas in a major way and they cover the seven and a half buffalo crushes the jets we didn't get too much into that game mike white bye-bye Hello, Zach Wilson. Robert Sala, he, he wanted to bench Zach Wilson this past week. I, I think that benching's over after four interceptions, five turnover game for the Jets. So Ooh. bounce backs, Dallas and Buffalo. Am I missing anybody? Any uh, any of these good teams coming off a bad loss? I think that covers it as far as the bounce backs, right? Right. right. So the other angle to go, I think what you're saying is the, des- the teams that like their season's on the line. Any hope? Or Mike Lombardi mentioned this last hour. Washington. Kind of their last stand. Otherwise, it's just like, forget you. Eagles, I felt the same way yesterday. The Niners tonight. Three and seven's bad. I mean, three and seven, you're bad. Four and six, I know it's only one game. Doesn't that feel a lot different, those records? Three and seven, you stink. Yeah. What about the Raiders? They're underdogs against the Bengals, right? So looking ahead to next week, yeah, those kind of bounce backs. Well, that's two bounce backs next week, right? The Bengals off of two straight losses. Yeah. Correct. And then what about letdowns? Because we had teams that had big wins, and then what did they do? So Falcons, they upset the Saints on the road. Then they go to Dallas and never had a prayer. Cleveland, best game of the year, last week in Cincinnati, and then just steamrolled by the Patriots. Do we count Jacksonville as a letdown? It was their Super Bowl. They upset the Bills. Biggest upset of the season by far. And they were out of it early, but they end up covering the spread against the Colts. Yeah, and they had the ball, the the, the Jaguars, at midfield with about a minute to go. And then, then what, Lawrence fumbled, I believe, and then and it was over. I didn't think they were actually going to go win, but, I mean, they had the ball down a score with two minutes to go. 
Taylor didn't do anything in the second half. He was dominating the first half. Some of our loyal listeners are tweeting me, how about uh, Jonathan Taylor for Offensive Player of the Year? I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> buying into that. And then he was completely shut down by the Jaguars in the second half. He is, uh, I, I believe it's still tied. tied for the, it's a three-way tie for the lead with the uh, rushing touchdown leader. Uh, three different running backs. So I, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. I don't know that it was a complete letdown because the Jaguars didn't go away. They could have gone away in the second half and let Indy blow them out. You know what? So I'm looking ahead to the card here. Aaron, Aaron kind of brought it up. I'm looking ahead to week 11. This uh, kind of what you're going off of here, Joe, with the, the bounce backs or the letdowns. So there's a couple of interesting ones. Ravens minus six and a half in Chicago is a bounce back spot. The Ravens coming off of getting embarrassed on Thursday Night Football. That That's one you can put it, in that category. It's a bounce back, but it's also how is Fields going to respond after sure. breaking out on primetime against the Steelers? Uh, Saints have now lost two in a row, and they lose in heartbreaking fashion. Do they bounce back against the Eagles? They're underdogs in that game, point and a half in Philadelphia. A pair of teams in bounce backs. How about the Raiders, two losses in a row. Bengals. Two losses in a row. You see the number on this game? It's Bengals only minus one against the Raiders. That's almost no. a pick up. Yeah, but like both, Cincinnati. It's it's an the same argument for both sides, though. You know? Yep, same argument. How about this one? Cardinals minus two. Uh, after getting blown out at home against the Panthers. Against the Seahawks. Russell getting two at home. Is Kyler playing? That's what I need to know on that game. I need to know about Kyler. Yeah. Yep, of course. Uh, this Chargers bounce back? Charges, terrible, score. terrible schedule again. Agree? <laughs> These games stink. Next week? It's a good game. Yes. They're bad. Cowboys, Cowboys Chiefs. Okay, That's good. That's the best one by far. Okay. I would put Packers-Vikings as a good game. There's a below yeah. 500 team in there. Oh, so, you, so you want two above 500 teams? <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm ready for the Eagles and the Saints. That's a great game. Um... Is this well, the it, week the Lions get their first win against the Browns? Case Keenum? We have multiple double-digit spreads. How yeah. is this a good card? This is bad. Bad. Yeah, I, I like the numbers, though. I'm not worried about their records. I, I like some of these. I so, you. To, to go off of you, you said, how, how many games are between teams above 500? Steelers, Chargers, Cowboys, Chiefs. Are the Bengals yeah. and Raiders both above? I think so. I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach because I know I'm going to be talking about the Jaguars plus six at home against Shanahan as a big favorite. I know on a short week, I'll be talking about that one. I know I'm going to be talking about the Texans against the Titans. Oh, you can't wait to do it. You can't wait to take the points with the Texans. I know. I hate it already. This is part of the reason I hate week 11. Oh, this is disgusting. Aaron, I love week 11. This is a great card. No line I on Chargers Steelers, right? I'm looking forward to Seahawks Cardinals. Four, Joe. I, I see four at FanDuel. Seahawks Cardinals, Cowboys okay. Chiefs, Steelers Chargers. Those are two strange teams okay. going up against each other. <laughs> I like initial, it. Initial thought, just running it down. What's your favorite side on the board for Week 11? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Favorite one, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first, thought I had was, the first thought I had was a Ravens bounce back, but they haven't covered a big number the entire season. So, and, but they do get, the, the mini buy helps, but Chicago's off the buy. I like the Vikings plus Packers. two and a half. Ooh, really? Or opposite sides. Yes, I like the yeah. Um, I like the Packers. Chargers minus four against the Steelers. We get a Chargers bounce back. You know, you know what's going to look enticing to a lot of people is the Colts plus seven against the Bills. Indianapolis has not beaten a winning team all year. You take the Bills at home at seven. Right, I saw that Bill's deep pass defense is incredible. I saw two more throws yesterday. One with his left hand, one as he's being tackled. <laughs> I mean, Carson Wentz is just asking for interceptions. He's just tossing about, them out like they're candy. What about the Dolphins getting three against the Jets after they upset Giving the three. Ravens? Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my my. No. No, I can't lay points with Miami. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, would okay. you take the Jets? Let me know about the starting quarterback. Let me know about this. Yeah, that's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, First look, Jacksonville plus six. I like that they didn't give up yesterday. I know I'm I'm searching, and Trevor Lawrence has not looked great. But Shanahan is a huge favorite going across the country on a short week. Eh, I don't I don't really like that. We'll see how San Francisco looks, and you know the Bears. If I'm getting six. At home, I'd take a look at that. Fields should have a good game against the Baltimore secondary. Wing Martindale will be blitzing him all day. See how he responds. That's interesting. I like the Packers inside of a field goal at first blush. And uh, I might be forced to take Tyrod. I might be forced to. I'm getting 10 points. How many times this year have you guys taken the Texans? (laughs) Or thought about it? Maybe thought about it all the time because of the number. Right. But actually done it like once. Yeah, same. That's usually a stay away for me. <laughs> Brother yeah, Browns. Ten. Jared Goff is is worse than we all imagined. He had five full quarters and he finished with one hundred and fourteen yards, two point seven yards per pass. He is just god awful. It was incredible I, how this little is not they breaking him- news. They, I mean, every throw was at the line of scrimmage. They, they weren't letting him play the position yesterday. It was, it was incredible. Like, they didn't trust him. Dan, Dan Campbell had a plan. We're going to go in there, and we're not throwing the ball over, and we're running it, and we're going to get out of here with a win. And they almost did it. They Obviously, they tied the game. But they weren't letting how, Goff lose the game. How did they run with so much success on the, against that team? They, they were throwing guys out there after Swift I didn't, I've never heard of. Yeah. They, little, they did have a lot of success. Um, if Kyler plays, I like the Cardinals. Uh, in in Seattle to win that game, I, I think the Seattle team stinks. 
What about the Patriots? Minus six? I was waiting for somebody to say that. It's a big number, though. Falcons? I'm not... I'm not laying six with you're, a rookie quarterback. You're not ready to do it. But, yeah, Atlanta was rough yesterday. Really rough. And I mean, well, you've got to be down on the Falcons after that blowout loss right. to the Cowboys. And everybody's got to be behind the Patriots. So I'm curious where that goes. I wonder what the what the the line was and what it's moved to. Like, I wonder what the last week the look ahead was because this has to be an overreaction. Right? We watched the Falcons get blown out by the Cowboys. We watched the Patriots blow out the Browns. There's no way this was anything close to six last week based on these two resumes. I mean, last week, the Patriots were five and four and the Falcons were four and four, something like that. Like, it's not six in Atlanta before yesterday. Big overreaction line. It was four, maybe. Let me. Patriots three and a half or four. The look ahead was was four. Uh, The preseason line was Atlanta by one and a half. Wow. <laughs> Prime time, though. I think Belichick will have Mac Jones and the squad ready to go. They got up for that Bucks game. Yeah. Is Ridley eligible to return? I think he's eligible whenever he wants. Are you? Because oh, well, they put him on IR. It was for at least three weeks. That was a deal yeah. when he. Yeah, I don't know if he's come back all year. I mean, that that's a very vague situation. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Um. Let's see. Yeah, that Browns number has not budged. Not budged at 10. You're going to take, you end up, you guys going to end up on the Saints getting points in Philadelphia? That's a that, that's really an interesting game. That's a, that's I don't a know about one. that one. Yeah. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for this BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. What a weekend it was in college hoops and college football. We'll talk through that and the bets we hit coming up next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.